Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Waffle Press Hangouts. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Universa. Hey, how's it going? I, uh, oh, it's press- so fucking hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you have, you have, we have a lot to talk about today, but it, it's so hot all the time now. <laughs> I've just been cranking up my AC. So yeah, I slept with the window completely open. Someone could have come into my house and murdered me, and yeah. it was still hot. Oh, like, man. it's just, it's brutal. Uh, not ideal. No, no, it's not. In fact, if someone wants to murder me, don't do that, actually. Never mind. Uh, but speaking of murder, we're here to talk about The Exorcist today. Um, I'm going to talk about my experience watching every Exorcist film backwards. Mm-hmm. And then uh, really what we're here to talk about the most today is uh, remakes, because there's going to be a remake, reboot of The Exorcist. I know Gene and I have talked about that movie in the past, but we haven't gone in depth about that movie in particular. Like, I mean, you know, through our friendship, we talked about a lot of movies, but like, what are your thoughts on The Exorcist, Gene? And what are your thoughts on the news that it's going to get re-tinkered with? Um, I love The Exorcist. It's um, one of my favorite horror films. The uh, fact that it's, um, it's like also kind of a drama too, the original. It's about this, uh, you know, it's about uh, Father Cadmus and, uh, you know, the mother. And um, it's just, just seeing that, you know, seeing like their struggles is, uh, you know, that was, uh, I saw it like probably the first time a couple of years ago. And yeah, I was just, I was just uh, really surprised by how deep it is, you know. Um, and I think it's one of the, uh, one of the most uh, um, impactful horror movies, like Night of the Living Dead, where you feel some sort of, uh, feel some sort of lingering, uh, lingering uh, thoughts when you when you see that movie when you complete it yeah um i love yeah i i definitely love the exorcist as well it's one of those movies where like you watch it and it's like yeah that that probably just is one of the best movies ever and uh, i I do like your mention about it being like also a drama Mm -hmm. uh film critic mark kermode uh anyone who knows mark kermode knows that that's like his this is his favorite film and uh, when the news came out that they were going to remake the, the Exorcist, he was like, "Nothing's going to touch the original." So, like, whatever, you know, let them kind of let them try. But like, whatever, who cares? Like, yeah. I have that film, and you know, The Exorcist is so great because of that part about it being a drama and like a, a horror story. You know, the whole thing with the uh, director William Friedkin and writer William Peter Blatty was that they were kind of at odds with each other working on the film, but mm-hmm. in like a creative way, not like in a contentious way, to so to speak. So, like. Freakin approached it as a straight drama, whereas William Peter Blatty approached it as like the crisis of faith story that it is, you know. So like, the film ends up being about whether or not like you believe in the supernatural, or like that there's anything beyond life as we know it. Mm-hmm. Is that it's still like a, a conflict of like, um, just people's faith in the world, yeah. and it's really fucking terrific. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't seen The Exorcist, you should, because it, yeah. it's one of those that's as good as you hear it is. Well, Will, William uh, Friedkin, as he famously told uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, said, uh, The Exorcist is a classic, not like that fucking uh, Drive. I love Drive. Uh, <laughs> William Friedkin is also kind of a known asshole. 
Have you seen? Uh, you know what interview I'm uh, referring? No, exactly. What you're talking about? I'll link it down below in the YouTube yeah, version. Like the funniest thing ever. It's very funny. Um, it's a little sad because <laughs> Refin is like clearly like idolizing him and freaking yeah. just like I don't give a fuck. I, I heard him up. talk. Yeah, for, I, I heard freaking talk like more recently, and he seems much more like open to things. But um, yeah, in that in that interview, he doesn't come across as the nicest guy. Uh, no. But um, yeah, so I, Gene and I were going to record this a day before. So Patreon listeners will get to listen to it like the night we record this. Um, so you're welcome, everyone. But I asked Gene to move it back a day from our regular recording days because I wanted to watch three Exorcist films that I hadn't seen before. Dominion, which is mm-hmm. the film by, directed by Paul Schrader. Uh, the Beginning, which is the same film, but remade by Rennie Harlan because the studio is, didn't believe in the film they hired. Paul Schrader to make anymore uh and then Exorcist 2 The Heretic which film critic Mark Commode also called the worst film ever made now that's, that's I saw, so confusing that the fact it's that. very confusing um and they even though like Paul Schrader got to make his version of the movie they like didn't finish it still like they cut his funding mm-hmm. so it's like the film doesn't feel finished yet. Like, like they released it, but it's like, I don't know. It, it's more compelling than it is like good. I would say. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a lot of interesting, like follow through. Do you know anything about the, the, the beginning, the prequels to the exorcist? Oh, I just knew that there was a lot of uh, studio interference and the, uh, they had to recut it. And it was like, a, they're like, completely different movies even though it's basically the same movie it's the same like outline structure yeah but Rennie Harlan did like reshoot a new movie because they were like we got to get someone who can deliver a a fast product uh and something that'll make people like excited to to watch a horror movie we don't care that it's like the exorcist anymore he made Paul Schrader made something too cerebral for us we don't we don't want to worry about that and it's like Paul I know and not that dominion the paul schrader one is even like a great movie but like it's you can see like why he's such a perfect choice for that because a lot of his stuff is about like guilt and like faith and stuff too you know yeah so i don't know it's 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 a shame um i wouldn't recommend dominion unless you're like a hardcore paul schrader fan or uh or just really love the exorcist it doesn't ruin anything neither of them do but like the Rennie harlan one's like genuinely awful like like there's there's no reason to watch that yeah ever <laughs> um and then have did you ever see exorcist 3 no i don't think i have okay exorcist 3 is a fantastic movie it was written uh, as the book legion right it's an unofficial sequel it's an official sequel to the exorcist but it's not an exorcism story not until the very end of the movie um which i'll talk about in a second too but uh, William Peter Blatty, the writer of the original story, also directed the film. And uh, it's like this really melancholy film that kind of has more in common with No Country for Old Men mm-hmm. than it does The Exorcist. And whereas like The Exorcist is about men and women learning to have like, like faith in each other, right? Um, your read on whether or not they are victorious is totally up to you at the end of The Exorcist, right? But like that's what the film is about. Uh, Exorcist 3 is kind of about like it's about Kinderman and uh, Father Marin the, from the original film uh, played by different actors but that's fine 
And um, it's, it's about what happens when you stop getting, like, even being able to find the questions about faith when it's just like, the, the question isn't th- that, is there good, is there bad anymore? It's that like, like how hard it is to keep moving on when like you're losing everyone close to you at an old yeah. age. And it, it's so fucking good. You're going to be blown away by how good it is if you ever watch it. Cause it, it's, it's like an unsung masterpiece kind of, I think. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's a lot of praise. Yeah. I, I am shocked that it's, it is not more discussed outside of like film Twitter circles. There's also like the best jump scare ever in the movie. Like I, you'll, you'll know it when you see it. It's, it's very well known in film Twitter circles, but uh, yeah, it's terrific. And Brad Dorff is in it and he's fantastic as well. So yeah, I, I would still recommend that. This, this, this is only my second time watching it on, on when I was doing my little reverse marathon, but it's, it's so good. And then um, I saw, uh, Exorcist 2, The Heretic. What do you know about that movie, Gene? <laughs> uh, just that it just seems like a, such a bizarre sequel. It seems like Carrie 2. I never saw Carrie 2, <laughs> but I will tell <laughs> you, ha- having seen Exorcist 2, it just feels like a, a misguided... Rage. Yeah. Well, it's, it's oh, Carrie the Rage, right? That's the title yeah. for it? Yeah. Uh, Exorcist 2, The Heretic is just like it's poorly made, but it's also like wrong in its DNA because the exorcist isn't about Reagan, the little girl that gets possessed. I mean, it's about the conflict that creates, right? And like the demons going after her because it's like, oh, we're tainting innocence. And we're, we're trying to just prove that, that people can be that fucked up and stuff like that, right? It's mm-hmm. an idea that leads to a bigger set of ideas. And then Heritage 2 is like, no, it really is about her and why she's special and why other people like her are special. And I guess that's not a terrible idea. It's just a terrible idea to follow up The Exorcist. Now, it is genuinely like a crazy film, but it's not like a fun crazy. It's just like this. Not like a good time. No, no. Like, (laughs) I I guess if you can, if you don't love The Exorcist like you or I do, you could probably get more enjoyment out of it than than I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I I did not like it though. I, I, that's. That and the Rennie Harlan one were like really rough to watch. That's understandable. I mean, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I mean, that's such a finite story. Why even make uh, sequels? Yeah, I mean, and that, I mean that brings us back to the remake discussion. That why even remake it? Because like, I think some things can be remade. Like between you and me, I think to catch a thief, the Hitchcock movie, could be remade like every ten years with a new cast, yeah, it's like, and it would. Uh, it would like be so song, much fun. A star is born. Exactly, right? Like some, some stories are so timeless, you want to see how different generations approach them. Mm-hmm. But something like The Exorcist is like so specifically William Friedkin and Peter Blatty, or William Peter Blatty. Um, and they're like, I, like ideas and like obsession with uh, men in conflict with faith mm-hmm. and stuff. And William Peter Blatty is, is a religious writer. And so it is so specific to that to me that would be like i don't know it's kind of like francis ford coppola is the godfather right like you don't do the godfather again that doesn't need to exist yeah apart Mm -hmm. from francis ford coppola or apocalypse now Mm -hmm. you don't take those movies away from the filmmaker because the filmmakers are that movie you know so to me it's 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 weird i don't know what are your what are your further thoughts on that as i pull up tweets from (laughs) other people who responded to the question 
what movies can't or shouldn't be remade. Well, it just reminds me of uh, that Poltergeist remake that people often forget about. You know, the one that's like just there. And it's, uh, it's completely, it's more or less the same, right? And it, even if it's updated, it's just so boring. Um, and it just feels like if you're going to, I don't know, just do the same thing as the original, kind of like that Psycho remake, why even do it? I would say. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Let me just pull up some more real quick. Oh, sorry. About that uh, Psycho remake <laughs> with uh, noted conservative Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates. Well, he's not the problem with that movie. I would say he. I, I think. I, no, I. I don't know. Like big, like bulky, like tall guy. He's kind of imposing as Norman Bates. It's a different approach. I. I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think he's the problem. Vince Vaughn, asshole of a human being, I think is a genuinely like good actor. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, he can be a good actor for sure. I, uh, I, I'm not a fan of that movie. Mm-hmm. And you and I have had a lot of off mic discussions about that movie, where the um, the filmmaker, what's his name, Gus Van Sant, he's like an artiste, you know. Yeah. And so my theory about that film is that he was just making like performance art about why shot for shot remakes don't work. Mm-hmm. It was a million dollar performance art piece. Yeah. Why? Like, I don't like it, but like, why not? There's $200 million waste of <laughs> time and talent and money like every month now. So why not? Yeah. You know, I, again, I'm not a fan of it and I don't want that approach to happen all the time. But like, if that's, true like i don't know i don't see a problem with it yeah well i just uh i i I don't mind certain remakes that yeah if you if you don't tread on the toes of the original but then also like remakes where it's just kind of like they obviously don't get it and you could see like from the beginning kind of like that uh kind of like this uh tron remake it's gonna happen at all is it is it a full-on remake what's i mean uh for all we know uh probably will be it's not confirmed but it's been leaning that way for a while. Mm, that that would actually be genuinely disappointing. I I don't I don't want that. Um, yeah, also because it stars Jared Leto, who we have not been shy about our feelings about. Yeah, he's a vampire. He might be worse, but anyways, <laughs> allegedly. Um, anyways, allegedly. the um, he's a, uh, preys on people. Put it that way. That might be a little too much. Anyways, um, at Mighty Mark said that Men in Black is something that he thinks will get remade uh, uh, eventually. Kind of. Didn't that? I mean, did you I mean, see it's that? A, it's, it's a reboot, yeah. I think yeah. it was is a reboot. There's, a, there's an acknowledgement to the original films. Right. And the, the characters. Um, <laughs> the joyless, soulless, weightless Men in Black movie that came out last year. Yeah, but that one like clearly just got fucked by a studio. You know, yeah. like that one's hard to place blame on like the actual artists. But yeah, that movie's not good. Yeah, I don't know um, who that movie was made for. Well, I think it, it, it's one of those those blockbusters that like it's so focus tested that it's not even like a movie anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's totally reminds you like the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh God! Or it's like yeah, I, I like basically hate it, but like you can't really blame anyone involved in the physical making of it. I feel um, like you you have to kind of put it more on the the studio. I guess for that yeah. one. I mean, not not that the movie's innocent either. Like that's a genuinely bad movie, but like yeah, 
that that's one that also kind of got like torn to shreds and that that is also kind of a remake like mm-hmm. almost beat for beat should have had uh spider-man 4 i know i know <laughs> imagine f- take four days yeah. before shooting it's just tragic it was whatever it? whatever was it yeah yeah it was like four days before like it was wow uh, or no if it I, I might have mixed it up. It might not have been to shoot, but I remember there was like an interview with Tobey Maguire. I think it was with the channel DP3030 uh, where he's hyping yeah, up. Yeah, no, I, I sent you that the other day. The other day? Really? Was it yeah. was sent that recently? Okay. I mean, we, we've seen it and talked about it before, but like that that was when he was like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to go back with Sam and Kirsten and, <laughs> you know, and then four days later, oh, Spider-Man 4 canceled. Ugh, too bad. Um, but I, I don't know, like, like I would say something like Jaws can't really be remade yeah. either because, one, because the production of that is, like, notorious for being basically walking through hell, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Which is bad. And um, that's kind of, like, one of the definitive Spielberg projects. You, you could probably make sequels to it. Like, you could slap the title Jaws onto other movies, you know? But you can't touch the Rody family anymore. Like, that's that's done now. They're all dead. Two of them are dead. <laughs> Two of them die. Yeah. Um, the less said about it, the better, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Like, like, uh, honestly, a lot of Spielberg stuff probably can't be remade. Although that is funny that he's my go-to guy now, and he's re- his next film is a remake. So. Oh, I feel. Yeah, that story. Done? Has he done a remake? That one was kind of a remake. Which one? Uh, I think it was. Um, was it Heaven? What's that? Um, the movie about the firefighter. Heaven can wait or something. Spielberg did Heaven can wait. I don't think that's. No, it wasn't true. I don't know. I don't think he has. He did the Twilight Zone. Yeah, the Twilight Zone. Oh, always. It's always is al- always is a remake. Yeah, I, I I had not seen always so. Yeah, am I missing out? It's for the Happy Amblin listeners. I mean, it's not that good, so they're not missing out. <laughs> um, another one that we got was uh the the Departed from my buddy Mike Schindler over mm-hmm. at a a film damage and a talk film society. I I would I I know he's joking because it itself is a remake, but that actually got me thinking of yeah. like how, like could you remake Martin Scorsese stuff? No, because his I mean, stuff is so no. specific too. No, I mean look at Joker. That's, oh, that was very funny. <laughs> like that wasn't good at all. Yeah, you can remake. You can. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, or at the very least, don't attach the ending of Network to it. Yeah, that was like a blunder of uh, a lot of different movies, but mainly Taxi Driver and King yeah. of Comedy. I mean, like, I, I would never have made those because I'm not the smartest person, but I like to think I'm smart enough to not touch those, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to remake like a Stanley Kubrick movie, even though Dr. Sleep is kind of, they remade scenes. They made scenes of The Shining. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I, I think someone could do The Shining again. Just don't even touch the like what what Kubrick did with it 
you you physically cannot do like any of the setups yeah. that he does. You weren't a fan yeah. of Doctor Sleep. I love Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it was terrific. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying like like because that because that's a film that so like definitely weaves in like it being a sequel but also its own thing and yeah. also kind of an adaptation of the book mm-hmm. and it, that just like that goes through so many hoops and it like totally sticks the landing. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how they even did that, but like I I could see someone remaking The Shining and yeah. I know that's not very popular film. Twittery opinion, I guess, but I, I don't know. Like, um, this is might be another controversial one. I think you could totally remake The Killing. I saw The Killing for the first time recently, oh, and I love that movie. Reservoir Dogs is kind of like, Reservoir Dogs is kind of killing, yeah. Kind um, of like uh, The Killing, but no, that's a great movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrific. Uh, but you know, it, like like we were talking about earlier, it's one of those premises where I think you can get a little looser with it. You know, yeah. like you kind of like. Well, how would you do it, uh, you uh, could, Karen Kusama? You know. <laughs> yeah, you could rob like an online uh, gambling house. Well, you change it up for the times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would be my approach, but yeah, you 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 got to mix it up a little bit. You know, I mean, how many Peter Pan remakes have there been? You know, <laughs> like uh, too many readaptations. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, it was. Uh, everyone forgets about that Pan movie. <laughs> That was a thing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, very beautiful color palette. Yeah. Movie. But wow, <laughs> that does not work at all. No. And I feel bad for that kid. That kid's like a good actor. Yeah. Just Toby's doing well. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um. No, like, just... Now I'm thinking about Joe Wright because I I kind of like him as a filmmaker. He's just yeah. that movie's not good. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say that. Uh, I'm sorry, could you say that again? You cut out for a second. Oh, that kid was in A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. yeah I like that. Did you like Wrinkle in Time? Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I, I like it. I, I think I it, it got too much flack. Yeah. Um, yeah, people were unnecessarily heated on it but yeah i kind of want to see it just to get a sense of what uh the new gods will be be fucking weird yeah because <laughs> that movie's like here's giant lettuce reese witherspoon and it's like okay here's Oprah. i love it but i guess other people were like this is weird I don't... yeah did you I hear don't... uh oprah's not going to be granny goodness such a wasted opportunity <laughs> but now you know who they got to get ellen degeneres no <laughs> she's actually no she's like dark, <laughs> no. she's dark side no you're not dark side she's not a despo she's just a, or actually i'll just stop talking okay um but you know who they gotta get for for granny goodness now is margot martindale oh okay that watch season two of justified everyone she is like legitimately terrifying in that season right. um i don't know like if you okay but I think like one of the consensus about remakes is that sometimes there's a movie with a good premise and it doesn't come together, but you like enough of like mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the materials, the ingredients in the film yeah. where you'd want to see it done again, but better. You know? Do you have anything off the top of your head that you would actually like to see 
remade. Like, say, the producer of the new Exorcist movie comes up to you and they're like, Gene, I, I'm having trouble with this new Exorcist film, but we need to remake something. What would you suggest? Uh, only because uh, it, it would add more to, uh, to conversations, Night of the Living Dead, which <laughs> is like, uh, things haven't changed as much mm-hmm. with uh, certain issues. But me, yeah, we'll go with Night of the Living Dead. See, I agree, but I would never want Day or Dawn of the Dead to be remade, at least until society progresses in a better direction first. Do you, do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm making yeah. sense here? Dude, yeah, it's bleak. like, yeah, too bleak and too, like, those are some movies, like, when you watch them, you just immediately know that George Romero understood, like, issues in our societies. Yeah. You know, like, something like RoboCop, I don't, I don't hate the remake, but I also am like, that doesn't need to like exist because the themes and ideas in RoboCop are, they're literally right now. Yeah. Like watch like the commercials in that. And it's just like, oh, well, it's I can't like, watch the TV anymore because that we're just living that, you know? Like let's watch, let's see RoboCop again, but worse. I just remember that, what was that one line by Samuel Jackson? Obviously like reshot, just in reshoots. Robophobic. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's what he says in his like little monologue, and it's like, "Are you for real?" You oh, know. I I, yeah, I don't remember that at all. I do remember the criticism about like, "Oh, they made RoboCop look all sleek and black," and then like, I, I, I thought that worked because it's like the whole thing is that they want to make RoboCop more accessible and cool looking, even though he's like a corporatized murder machine. Like, yeah. and the film actually addresses that. The movie's just kind of boring. But like, yeah, like don't touch RoboCop until the world is in a better place. Yeah. Or, a, or Total Recall or Starship Troopers. <laughs> like those movies, like basically Paul Verhoeven movies. Don't touch Paul, Bear, Paul Verhoeven yeah. movies. Because like all of his like themes and like what those movies are addressing are things we're still dealing with now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you can just go back and watch the original one. Like I'm yeah. sure you could make another good movie version of those stories but the, the stories they're telling don't need to be retold with those same movies. Mm-hmm. It could be addressed in other movies, you know? Yeah. So, so that was just the stuff on my head. I know I asked you what you would remake and you gave me a good answer. And then I was like, you know, here's what you can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I guess, I guess for me, what, what would I like to see remade? I don't know. Alien versus Predator is easy because that's just a brand. It's like you stick an alien in a Predator somewhere and then that's your movie. That's you yeah, do. I mean, there were some good uh, sequences in uh, in EVP. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is just kind of like, because like, both those franchises, while they're science fiction and horror, right, and action-y at times, mm-hmm. like um, specifically Predator's action-y, but like they all have... St- like even the lesser ones all have like good ideas and stuff like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, it is just kind of cool that like, Oh yeah, the alien and predator are going to fight. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just kind of cool. And they, and they like actually fight and like, it's like huge deal in the movie, you know, mm-hmm. it has like stakes. Cause I don't know. Some of the versus movies sometimes just wait like the whole movie <laughs> just to watch them fight. Yeah, like my, my big criticism of the first AVP is that um, one, it's a little cheap looking 
and two that uh there's just not enough fighting because it's like yeah. under 90 minutes that's a short movie yeah like what's there is like quality that's the best stuff in the movie but like it's, it's a little too short yeah so, was... someone do avp3 for me yeah. please that, that's what i want um all right i guess and anything else we want to talk about with remakes here because i mean um i feel like it's such a common subject yeah i mean sometimes it's not like all bad if it's like it's like kind of uh where it's almost like a subversion to make like another movie like i was gonna say um you know uh i think like king kong versus godzilla seems like it's just like another movie altogether than mm-hmm. the original you know yeah uh well on that note godzilla and king kong um i like the 2014 godzilla a lot and i like yeah. the peter jackson king kong a lot i that yeah yeah i, I mean, might get my, my my card revoked but i that, that might be my favorite version of king kong no th- no that's that one's still good like i still love that movie like again that's another thing too where you know it's kind of uh i mean it's, it's you know it kind of follows the same plot but then you know it's it does stuff like uh, takes away the the racism certainly of the original movie, to a degree, right? Yeah, to to a degree. Um, I yeah. love again. I just said how much I love that movie, but then also like when they get to the island, the natives are all like, like psychotic tribal cannibals or something. Yeah. So not not great, PJ. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, there's some other um, wrinkles that they do to the story. So. Yeah, I mean, like, it feels like a different movie for sure. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's what we all want. We want these movies to be different. We all want them to have, like, a distinct flavor at the very least, you know, like, um, the, like I guess that's, that's one of the things to bring it back to The Exorcist one more time is that it is a very distinct product of two artists collaborating, like, at the height of their powers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so if someone's like, hey, Diego, I want to remake... Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. You probably could, right? Yeah. But you, you can't redo the moments of that movie. You know, like the right. big ending um, moment of Planet of the Apes. Like you just can't do that again. One, because everyone know. expects it. But two, it's just going to be like the same thing we've seen before. Or make it like Ape Lincoln. That's a really bad movie. I, I don't so... think we're mean enough to that movie. Yeah, I mean like uh, Tim Burton should be like stuffed in the locker for that movie. Cause I, I don't know. I, I hate that movie. Like I love Planet of the Apes, but like, oh, the fucking movie where he like, I think he admitted like, oh yeah, like, I don't know why Abraham Lincoln's like a monkey at the end. I just put it in there. <laughs> I put it in there. Like, what was the point of that? There's no I why. think that was like the point of no return for Tim Burton. He, he still knocked out a couple passable films once in a while. Yeah. And Big Fish, I think is maybe his best but like yeah. yeah that was the point where it's like oh he's gone it's such a bullshit <laughs> ending fuck that movie <laughs> it, that yeah that's a really bad all this like you know it kind of reminds me of like howard the duck where there's also like all this weird interspecies like romance too <laughs> in that fucking movie and hey you know what i'll say if that came out around like the the tumblr era <laughs> it would have taken off because yeah. everyone likes monster fucking and shit i guess like that's why venom was so popular i think yeah they should have had a lot uh, of alien like did you influence. hear uh, you ever hear the story about david chase watching on the apes no oh my david. god what 
he uh this is the original one he said that that's why they should have him remake it he said that uh when he watched that original ending with the with the with statue of liberty he thought that the the apes had their own statue already and they were it was like they had all the things of uh earth but it wasn't it wasn't earth that's what he thought oh okay hey i i wouldn't i wouldn't be against that especially if like because you could do so much of that it's like oh what the apes learned from us it, well i mean that is kind of the message of planet of the apes not like that what the apes learned from us is why their civilization is going to fall too and yeah all that stuff like that so i i, I think he got it that's a weird <laughs> response because i just never thought that but i like that i don't hate that yeah was it yeah it's just like uh that simpsons episode where homer's like uh they had their was it was it that was our statue this whole time like he realizes it's so late (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna close out this episode with the dr zayas song now i've wanted to do that for years and now i finally get to it's a great uh that's a good song r.i.p phil hartman and r.i.p r.i.p simpsons i think they're (laughs) their their time is coming to an end honestly i I hope uh i hope you know that that doesn't get remade because you know, it'd be a shame to just uh, keep it going because, like, some of those voice actors, you know, you don't want to keep going if they pass away or something. Yeah. And also just, like, you know, you see this with a lot of, like, longer-term media, too, where the first are, like, the provocateurs and, like, the ones pointing out, like, what's wrong, like, with the systems and stuff like that. And then now, like, I think that and South Park have kind of turned into, like, the the boomer wagging their finger like oh you millennials you know i think i've i think i've uh told this to you but like if i ever get like that when i'm older you could like just throw a brick at my (laughs) at my head and then you'll know yeah then they'll know like oh like sign some documents like if uh you get too like what do you call if you become like a boomer just like you signed a waiver for someone to throw a brick at your fucking head like (laughs) fake sense of you (laughs) i i I like that approach um (laughs) Like, oh, wait, wait. It's like, oh, I did sign this 30 years ago. All right. <laughs> oh, that's when I was in my right mind. <laughs> yeah. It's like a good, like, insurance policy. So you don't become, mm. like, an old uh, peepaw. Just, like, mm. hating on kids or things you don't understand. Just throw yeah. up your head. I, I, like your, I like where your head's at, Gene. <laughs> um, but speaking of heads, there, this isn't actually a segue. I just want to say, like, one of the most beloved remakes of all time is like John Carpenter's The Thing, which of course I did a commentary on. You can check it out over on YouTube and Patreon, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and as we wrap up this episode recording, uh, Gene, final thoughts on The Exorcist. Will you watch the sequels? And uh, what, what are your final thoughts on remakes? Um, I love The Exorcist. Still love that movie. If I, will I see the remakes? I mean, I don't know. I'm just, would want to see any movie at this point in a theater. <laughs> in the, well, the, the sequels, the sequels specifically. Do you want to see oh, the sequels yeah, now? Oh, sure. yeah, I'll, I'll check them out. I'll go to, like, my, uh, go to a video store, you know, and check them out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, remakes, if you're just not doing the same thing as the original, then I guess, yeah, if you do something inherently different without, like, betraying it, yeah, sure. If you want that taskless job, yeah yeah it's it, i think that's that's my big concern is that like we're, we're just inundated with so many of those and the and the, and the sequels to those remakes eventually too yeah. it's like yeah you, you want that outlet 
for like creatives. You don't want to have to keep serving these grander masters, so to speak, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope that starts dying down uh, as the film industry suffers irreparable damage this year. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> who though, knows? I will say though, just give me like another fantastic four and I'll be good. <laughs> no, you're, you're going to get it. And it'll probably yeah. be done by like Peyton Reed or someone. I like Peyton oh, no. Reed, but I, no. I, I don't yeah. want that either. The monkey's paw. Damn it. <laughs> the monkey's paw has been working overtime this year. <laughs> yeah. Tron 3? All right. With Jared Leto. And then, you know, the curl begins. 2020's taken everything from me, but I hope it's given back a little bit to all of you listeners and viewers out there. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching me sweat through my shirt as the air conditioner broke in this episode. Oh, and um, yeah, it's, it's really bad right here. I'm going to go have a bunch of water right now. And uh, also, Gene, where can the people find you? Find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Gene9892. All right. And you can check out everything else with the Waffle Press. Again, at Twitter, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Patreon iTunes? Did I say iTunes? Yeah, you said iTunes. YouTube? I probably forgot something. Also on Instagram, um, Gene has been helping me keep that more active, so thank you, my friend. And uh, get ready for the next retrospective series starting soon. Mm -hmm. I think at the time of publicly posting, this will be like less than a week away, maybe a week away. I'll have to double yeah. check. I'll say two weeks to be safe, but I'm pr I, have, I have it all, all set up. I'm pretty sure it's, it's sooner than that. But uh, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional.